Hello, church family. I greet you in the name of Jesus Christ. I am saying hello from uh, the parsonage this day. Uh, this is Ash Wednesday, and of course we have to do uh, worship and are living uh, very differently due to uh, this winter storm. But I, I thought it very important that you get a uh, Ash Wednesday message this day uh, because that is very important as a way of starting our Lenten journey uh, together. I hope you are safe. I hope you are warm. You are certainly in my thoughts and prayers. Let me open up with a word of prayer and then I want to offer a devotion for us this day. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, a uh, unprecedented uh, winter storm has hit uh, the state of Louisiana and many states uh, surrounding our great state. So we certainly pray, Lord, your hand upon our neighbors this day, uh, those who have to work in this storm, uh, live in this storm, Lord, and all who uh, certainly bear uh, this storm. Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus for their safety, for their security, for their warmth, and that they may know, each and every one of us, that you, Lord, are with them. Place your mighty hand uh, upon them. We ask this in the powerful name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. Church, what I'd like to do as a way of beginning our Ash Wednesday uh, time together is to go to Jesus Always, a, a beautiful a poetic devotion that uh, I uh, try to go to each and every day. I, I thought these words were uh, fitting uh, for the 17th day of, of February, uh, this Ash Wednesday. It, it certainly speaks a, a sense of peace in this trial that we are going through in this winter storm. So hear now these words. It says this, you can find joy in the most unexpected places. However, this requires effort. Searching for the good and refusing to let your natural responses blind you to what there is. I will help you respond in a supernatural way, giving you eyes that see beyond the obvious and discover treasure hidden in your troubles. Simply ask me. Living joyously is a choice. Since you inhabit such a sinful, broken world, you must choose gladness many times daily. This is especially true during difficult times. When something happens that breaks the pattern of comfort and happiness in your life, you are being put to the test. Such trials can both prove and strengthen your faith, which is much more precious than gold. I am training you to consider it pure joy whenever you face trials of many kinds. I am the agonizing choice to endure. I made, rather, the agonizing choice to endure the cross for the joy set before me, the eternal pleasure of bringing my followers to glory. Choose joy, beloved, by fixing your eyes on me and looking for treasures in your trials. And here's a scripture that I wanted to go along with this devotion from Hebrews 12 too. It says this, let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. So I challenge you 
uh, this day through all of the many trials and tribulations that uh, we go through and that we will go through. Find the joy in it all in setting your eyes and your heart on the author and perfecter of our faith, Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, I wanted to go through some uh, liturgy this day for uh, Ash Wednesday. Of course, my hope and prayer was that we could be together uh, in our family life center worshiping God. Uh, but of course, the weather has not allowed that. So I wanted to bring this message to you uh, through video. So what I'd like to do is read from Psalm 51 verses 1 through 17, and I invite you to read along with me. It says this, Have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love. According to your great compassion, blot out my transgressions. Wash away all of my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions, and my sin is always before me. Against you, you only, I have sinned, and done what is evil in your sight, so that you are proved right when you speak and justified when you judge. Surely I was sinful at birth, sinful from the time my mother conceived me. Surely you desire truth in the inner parts. You teach me wisdom in the inmost place. Cleanse me with the sop, and I will be clean. Wash me, and I will be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones you have crushed rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out my iniquity. Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. Then I will teach transgressions your ways so that sinners will turn back to you. Save me from blood guilt, O God, the God who saves me, and my tongue will sing of your righteousness. O Lord, open my lips and my mouth will declare your praise. You do not delight in sacrifice, or I would bring it. You do not take pleasure in burnt offerings. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O God, you will not despise. And this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen. So church, I, I want you to uh, consider just a few things as we enter into uh, this Lenten journey together. Uh, of course, we have to be uh, in our homes as we celebrate this home, holy moment of Ash Wednesday. But, but I do want to offer uh, these thoughts. Firstly, I, I want uh, this Lenten season to be an absolute spiritual win. For you, okay. Um, how we uh, can do that, of course, is to be fully prepared for the Lenten journey. Now, of course, that means that we cannot uh, uh, forget about uh, the season of Lent. We can't just stumble through it. In fact, we must be fully prepared for Lent and the journey that we take with Jesus 
uh, to uh, the cross at Calvary. So I, I want to turn back to uh, verse 7, and, and there's some preparation here uh, that can speak to us this day, and I hope that we adhere to it. So I'm going back to Psalm 51, verse 7. It says this, Cleanse me with hyssop, and I will be clean. Wash me, and I will be whiter than snow. So uh, verse uh, 7 uh, gives us a, a sense of preparation that, that we can uh, take on uh, as, as believers. And, and, and this, this shrub, this plant, hyssop, it's of the, it's of the mint family. Now, now get this, uh, in uh, Jewish rites, in ancient Jewish culture, uh, this hyssop was meant to be sprinkled. Uh, on, uh, on on the people as a way of purifying uh, them for uh, for worship, a, a, a certain sense of cleansing. Now, uh, of course, we may not uh, have uh, a means of getting uh, this mint plant of hyssop. Uh, uh, not simply um, going to to Kroger. Can we get uh, this plant? So, I, I, I want to make. Uh, the spiritual case that instead of using this ancient biblical plant of hyssop, here's a way in which we can prepare ourselves spiritually, cleanse ourselves spiritually, and that's through the power uh, of prayer and, and, and repentance. And, and I've got a prayer that I would like to pray over us, and, and I invite you to use this prayer as a way of preparing our own spirit and soul for Lent that we can glean the very most from it. So I'd like to pray this prayer uh, now. Please uh, take note of this prayer. Create a, a prayer of your own that helps uh, you spiritually prepare for Lent. Let me pray it now. Dear Lord, we thank you for the grace that you have given to us so that we might be in a spirit of repentance. You have promised your will that you may hear us from heaven and grant us our heart's desire. We have decided, Lord, this very day and in this Lenten journey to change our ways. We don't want to be conformed to the things of this world. Lord, we desire above all to choose you this day. We are now repenting from our old ways and letting go of our destructive behaviors and our sinful acts. We are asking you, Lord, to cleanse us by the blood of Jesus Christ, that we might be clean, that we might be new, that we might be spiritually refreshed. Lord, make us one, Lord, with you. And we ask this in the powerful name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So, in our preparation, there's prayer so that we might be cleansed, so that we might be uh, pure. The other part of this is just as important, and it's about sacrifice. In this Lenten journey, we must sacrifice. So what I want to do is go back to Psalm 51, the 17th verse, and it says this. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit 
a broken and contrite heart, O God, you will not despise. So, church, what I want to challenge you to do in this Lenten season is to do just that, as the Word of God says, to sacrifice. To sacrifice the things that often get in the way between us and God. What I'm speaking of specifically is our pride, our ego, our sin, our brokenness, anything that may put up a wall between us and God. Of course, what God wants is a righteous relationship between the believer and himself, the Almighty. But as we know, we trip, we stumble, we fall, we put up walls. There are barriers between us and God. Let us break those barriers down. Let us sacrifice unto the altar of the Almighty what is often a deterrent between us and God. Let us be in the spirit of sacrifice, laying it down at the altar, giving it to the Lord at the cross of Calvary so that we might be fully prepared, fully alert, and fully ready for this Lenten journey. What I'd like to offer now is um, an observation of the Lenten discipline. Of course, we would normally do this in our uh, Ash Wednesday service, but I wanted to um, offer this liturgy because it's very important as a way of beginning uh, this Lenten season together. So if you would, just open up the ears of your heart and hear these words. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, the early Christians observed with great devotion the days of our Lord's passion and resurrection. And it became the custom of the church that before the Easter celebration, there should be a 40-day season of spiritual preparation. During this season, converts to the faith were prepared for holy baptism. It was also a time when persons who had committed serious sins and had separated themselves from the community of the faith were reconciled by penitence and forgiveness and restored to participation in the life of the church. In this way, the whole congregation was reminded of the mercy and forgiveness proclaimed in the gospel of Jesus Christ and the need we all have to renew our faith. I invite you now, church, therefore, in the name of the church of Jesus Christ to observe a holy Lent by self-examination, by repentance, by prayer, by fasting, by self-denial, and by reading and meditating on God's holy word, and through the spiritual act of sacrifice. To make a right beginning of repentance, and as a mark of our mortal nature, let us now kneel before our Creator and our Redeemer. Amen. Church, I, I want to read from the prophet Joel, and then I will uh, close our time with uh, a prayer offering of confession in silence. Hear now these words from Joel chapter 2, 1 and 2, and verses 12 through 17. The prophet says, blow the trumpet. 
in Zion. Sound the alarm on my holy hill. Let all who live in the land tremble, for the day of the Lord is coming. It is close at hand, a day of darkness and gloom, a day of clouds and blackness. Like dawn spreading across the mountains, a large and mighty army comes, such as never was of old, nor ever will be in ages to come. Even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all of your heart, with fasting and weeping and with mourning. Rend your heart and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love, and he relents from sending calamity. Who knows? He may turn and have pity and leave behind a blessing, grain offerings and drink offerings for the Lord your God. Blow the trumpet in Zion, declare a holy fast, call a sacred assembly, gather the people, consecrate the assembly, bring together the elders, gather the children, those nursing at the breast, let the bridegroom leave his room and the bride her chamber. Let the priests who minister before the Lord weep between the temple porch and the altar. Let them say, spare your people, O Lord. Do not make your inheritance an object of scorn, a byword among the nations. Why should it be said among the peoples, where is your God? This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Church, I, I'd like to move into a time uh, and a prayer of confession, and I would offer uh, this time uh, for you to respond um, uh, in silence to the Lord as well. Let us go to the Lord. May the Almighty and merciful God, who desires not the death of a sinner, but that we turn from wickedness and live, accept your repentance Forgive your sins and restore you by the Holy Spirit to newness of life. Lord, we offer our prayers in silence to you now. Church, from the dust we were created, and from dust we shall return. Glory to God for this day that we have, uh, in a very different outlet, to face our own death that we will experience one day, knowing that there is life and life eternal in Jesus Christ. Glory be to God. Amen. Church, one a very important announcement that I wanted to bring to your attention. The imposition of ashes is a very important part of our Ash Wednesday service, and I certainly want to honor uh, that. Of course, we have to cancel Wednesday's activities, that being the drive-through imposition of ashes, uh, 6.30 uh, this morning. We're also, of course, going to have to cancel uh, the Ash Wednesday service uh, 6.30 this evening. But here's what I want to do. Sunday's worship we will move forward with at 8.15 and 10.30. I invite you to one of those worship times. After the sermon time, I want to do uh, that very holy moment of the imposition of ashes 
on your forehead. Let us honor that. Let us make that holy. That is a, a very important way in which you and I can start the Lenten season. So uh, know that we will uh, have that moment during Sunday's worship. So with all of that said, hear now this benediction. Take care. God bless you. And together as the body of Jesus Christ, we will walk with our Lord and Savior as he journeys to the cross in this Lenten season. May we be in an attitude of repentance and of purity, clearing our spirits, clearing our very souls so that Jesus and the Almighty God might enter into us. And in all that we do, let us make those very important sacrifices that we need to do so that we can experience the Holy Trinity in its fullness together. May God bless you and keep you. Stay warm. I love you, and I'm thinking and praying for you all. Take care, and God bless.